Hello, this is Deanna Heron, and welcome to the Deanna Heron Podcast Show. This podcast is created for the woman who wants to be bold in who you were created to be, to shine bright with grace. My goal is to empower you to become the greatest version of yourself through interviews with successful women entrepreneurs, through question answer sessions, and tips from myself in my 22 years of leadership and entrepreneurship. So let's dive in to the greatest version of yourself. Hello, and welcome to the Deanna Heron Podcast Show. This is Deanna Heron, your host. I am, as always, super excited to be with you today. On today's podcast, I'm going to give you some tips on how you can grow in your relationships, whether it's family relationships, business relationships. There are two ideas that I'm going to give you that can really help you understand those growing relationships. If you haven't had an opportunity to listen to last week's podcast, I give you great tips on how to create clarity in your vision, four habits that will help you with clarity. Go back and listen. I think you will get great value from that podcast. So let's get started on today's podcast. So today I'm going to talk to you about two tools that I have used in my business over the last 22 years to help me see how I can build relationships in my business, but also it is, it is translated into my family and into my friendships as well. So these two tools you can use to know how you can speak to each other, how you can work with each other, and what is the best way you can work with certain people. None of us are the same, you guys, not one of us. And so the way that you work with someone, the way that you deal with a family member or a friend will be different with every single person. So if you have some tools, and I am a give me a list kind of girl, and I'm going to follow that list. If you have some tools that can help you build those relationships, wouldn't you want to know that they are out there? So here are two tools for you. In any relationship, whether it's business, like I said, family, friendships, these tools are really going to help you have those rich relationships. So the first tool that you can use if you have not had an opportunity to listen or read the five love languages I would highly recommend that to you. So we all speak to each other in a love language. We all speak it. So I speak my love language to the people around me. But that does not mean that they necessarily receive love the same way that I speak it. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. So there are actually five love languages. There are some people out there who love and feel very loved when you affirm them. So their love language is words of affirmation. And we all know those people. They absolutely brighten up when you say, you are incredible. You are so smart. Congratulations. Well done. They literally, you can see it in their face, they light and up. They are so proud of themselves when they hear and they are affirmed. So words of affirmation are, that is one way that we can speak to people. But as I'm going through this, I want you to look at, okay, how do I receive love? What are some ways 
that I really feel loved. Maybe you are feeling loved through words of affirmation. Number two is quality time. There are people out there who love quality time with other people. And that is going for coffee, going for dinner, going to a movie. You will know who those people are in your life that love quality time because they're constantly asking you, hey, let's go to coffee. Hey, let's go for a walk. Let's go to dinner. Those are the people who really value and feel very loved when they are in person and close to you. And so in order for you to to let them feel loved by you, you have to speak their language. And that means even if you are not a quality time person, you need to make the effort to sit down with that person and give them a little bit of your time. That is how they feel valued and that is how they feel loved. My husband's quality time. And I love quality time. That's not necessarily the way I receive love though. But in order for him to feel very loved by me, I give him quality time. Okay, number three, acts of service. Hello, this is me. If you want to show me love, do something for me. That that makes me feel so loved. And my husband speaks that so well. High five to him. He's constantly doing things for me that he doesn't necessarily want to do, but he does them for me because he knows that speaks my language. He will cook me dinner. He will run errands. He will drive me to get my eyelashes done, my hair done, whatever. But he speaks my language by doing things for me. Okay, maybe that's you. Can you relate to that? But you may also know someone who that is their love language. In order for them to feel loved by you, they like for you to do things for them. The way that you know that is a lot of times those people are doing things for you, okay? So it's it's a two-way street. You've got to figure out what someone else's love language is in order for you to make them feel loved, but you also need to know what your love language is as well, okay? And you can search five love languages and you can, uh, there's a test that you can take to see what it is that, that your love language is. Number four, love language. Some people love to receive gifts. That is something that makes them feel very loved. Gifts are great for me, but they don't necessarily make me feel loved. Okay. So for those of you who give me gifts, I appreciate them so much. But if you really want to help make me feel loved, it's acts of service. Okay. It's not that I don't appreciate gifts. Don't get me wrong. I also appreciate words of affirmation. (laughs) I appreciate quality time, but my love language, the way that people speak to me is by acts of service. Okay. So gifts, there are people out there who just absolutely love to receive gifts. And in order for them to be loved by you, it's by you giving them a gift and it's not expensive gift. It could be something so small, like a bookmark for their book, a set of gel pens, whatever. They just love receiving gifts. Okay. The fifth and final love language is physical touch. You will know those people who love to be touched because they are touching you. Hugging, 
touching you when they're talking, putting their hand on your lap, putting their hand on your shoulder, whatever that is, they love physical touch. I am a hugger. I love to hug people because I love people to feel loved by me. But I'm going to tell you, there are so many people out there who do not want my hugs. They don't like physical touch. And I honor that. But there are a lot of people out there who feel very loved by physical touch. So here's the five again, the five love language, words of affirmation, quality time, spending time one-on-one with someone, giving them of your time, okay? Acts of service, doing something for other people, giving gifts, and physical touch. I want you to think about the people in your life. How do they receive love? Do they feel loved when you do things for them, when you affirm them, when you give them gifts? Is it physical touch? What is it? Think of those people in your life. If you really want them to feel loved, you speak their language. Now I want you to think about yourself. What is it that really makes you feel loved? Is it physical touch, acts of service, gifts, words of affirmation? What is it? Is it quality time? Think about that for yourself. If you can identify what you are and what your spouse is, you guys can say, hey, I love it when you do this. And you guys will really speak each other's language. But a lot of times what happens, and I just want you to be aware of this, I used to speak acts of service to my husband because that's what I need to feel loved. And it wasn't until we took the test and we realized, wow, our love languages are two totally different things. So in order for me to speak his language, I have to do something that is not necessarily the way that I receive love. Okay, you guys, I'm going to tell you, this has been tremendous, not just in my family, but in my business as well, I pay attention to how someone is responding to me and giving me the clues of the way that they feel loved. And you'll know that when you give them a gift, they're like, oh my goodness, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love this so much. That is how they receive love. When you give somebody a compliment and they go, oh, thank you so much. That means the world to me. That means that their heart is filled when you compliment them. I was, Danny is, she, I interviewed her a couple weeks ago, and I just want you to know, we have developed such a special relationship, and she is an amazing, amazing woman. And I said something to her, and she goes, Deanna, you just spoke my language. And I love the fact that she told me that, because now, guess what? I'm going to totally speak her language to her. So I would recommend that you go to Five Love Languages and you can, there is a test that you can take. The book is amazing. If you want to pick up the book, read the book and incorporate this into your life, you guys. I'm telling you, you're not going to just be throwing a dart trying to figure out what someone else's love language is. This will really spell it out for you, okay? When you think about marriages, my husband and I have been married for 29 years, and we've had hit or miss, definitely hit or miss moments. But this has narrowed things down for us. 
and has really taught us the way that we can speak to each other. Super, super helpful. Pretty black and white, to be quite honest. And if you can get it right from the beginning of a relationship, business building relationship, a friendship, a marriage, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, you guys, this is really going to help the trajectory of, of your that relationship. Okay, so that's five love languages. And I apologize. I'm totally drawing a blank on the author. I'll see if I can look that up for you guys and give you the information. Okay, tip number two. This has been um, a really, really good way for me to identify how to work with certain people. It's also helped me with my family as well, but um, it's very simple. There's all kinds of personality tests out there, and I've taken every single one of them because I think they're so intriguing just to find out, okay, what is this one going to say about me, etc.? But one that I have really enjoyed and that has helped me tremendously in my business is color code test. So it's a, it's a simple test. It does not take very long to take this test. You go to colorcode.com and I have done this for my team. I have done this for my family. So I've got everybody narrowed down on exactly what their personality is. And it's simple, just puts them in a simple category and it teaches me how I can work with them, what they do like, what they don't like, how you work with this person, how you should never work with this person. And it's like I said, it's simple. You don't have to read all these different categories. It's just you're this color, you're this color, you're this color. I know how to work with you. I know what makes you in this world. I know what you love. I know where you're headed. I know what motivates you and I know what doesn't motivate you. I have everyone on my team take this test. And even before I start a coaching process, before I work with someone, I love to have them take the color code test. Okay, so um, this particular test, there are four colors. There's a red, blue, yellow, and there's a white. And let me explain to you what these are. Just I'm going to give you the highlights. The rest of this you can find on their website, but just the highlights. So a red, and I'm going to be honest with you, there are times in your life where you'll be more of one and more of the other. But ideally what happens is you should be pretty even at some point in your life. So I've kind of mellowed out a little bit in my life. So I used to be highly, highly red. When I was practicing medicine, I was highly, highly red. And because it was just all about business, getting it done. Of course, I had compassion for my patients, but there's a certain level where you have to protect your heart. And so I was, I was really a red. So here's a red. They need to look good technically. They need to be right. They need to be respected. They're strong leaders and they love challenges. I still have a lot of red in me, okay? But you'll see as I go through some of the colors, I've got some of those other colors as well. Blues, so I'm, I'm equally red and blue, okay? So I've got maybe a little bit more blue than I do red, but they're pretty close. Blues need to have integrity and they need to be appreciated. Hello, who doesn't want to be appreciated, right? 
I think that's all of the colors. But this is something that is highly, highly a part of a blue color. So if you have more blue, you need to feel appreciated. And if you're not appreciated, you have a tendency really to just feel off track with your team, with your family, et cetera. So that can set you into this loop of, I'm not appreciated, this poor pity me limiting belief. Blues are focused on quality and creating strong relationships. That's very important to them. And so when you're coaching a blue, speaking to a blue, that relationship is super, super important to them. Okay. When you are working with a red or around a red, it's okay to let them know that they're right, even though you think you're not right. No, I'm kidding. Um, but they want to know that they're right. And it's okay. They're very strong, powerful leaders, and they love it when you throw a challenge out there. White personality, they need to be accepted. They need to be accepted. They're kind, they're tolerant of others. And so you may know a lot of whites in their life. The, the whites are the peacemakers. So if there's any kind of conflict going on, they will switch the topic because they want to smooth things over. They do not like conflict. That is a white personality. But they're very kind, they want to be accepted, and they're very, very tolerant of all people. Yellows. Yellows are fun. They're fun, fun, fun. If they're not having fun, they don't want to do it. So you know those yellows out there, they are someone who walks in the room and it's just like, hello, I'm here. And, you know, it's all about the fun. They're constantly laughing. And they're the people that we are all attracted to, right? Because they're the ones that make us laugh. I have learned this in my business. When there is a yellow personality, I have to make it fun. I have to make it fun in order to motivate that person, okay? So it's really fun to see this all play out, especially if you have a team, an organization, if you're in a church group and everyone does their color code, you can divide them and say, okay, all the reds, go over here. All the blues go to the opposite side of the room. Whites go over here. Yellows go over here. It is absolutely hysterical because when they are grouped in these ways, the personality, I mean, you can see the personality come out in the groups and they're all like, reds, yeah, we're here. Reds, we're here. Very stern, very matter of fact. Yes, here we are. Here we are. Yellows are on the other side of the room. Yeah, let's go. Yellows, we're the fun group. They're doing cartwheels. They're doing cheers, whatever. And they are laughing constantly. Whites, they're over in the corner and they're like, yeah, I don't want to cause any, any rift here. I'm just going to be over here. We're over here by ourselves. Love ya, peace out, dude. And then the blues don't say anything or they're totally gonna cry, totally gonna cry. They need to be feel accepted. They need to feel respected and they need to feel appreciated, 
Okay. It is such an amazing, amazing exercise. I do this all the time with my team. And in fact, one of the things that we have done is when we have a, a gathering, a group event, I have all the reds wear a red shirt, all the blues wear a blue shirt, yellows wear a yellow shirt, whites wear a white shirt. And you guys, the way that this all pans out is absolutely incredible. The personalities plus you will definitely be able to see. But more than anything, I just want you to know this will help you identify how to work with these people. In fact, on Color Code, they have all of the details about every single color. It will actually tell you if you want a red to succeed, do this. Don't do this. So it is spelled out for you as a leader, as a mom, as someone who's involved in a lot of groups. It is super, super helpful when you're building relationships focused on building people and making your impact in this world. So go to colorcode.com, have your team do the same thing, have your family do the same thing, and watch it all pan out. It's beautiful. It's one, two, three, a simple list that you can use that will really help you build beautiful relationships, help you build people, and really increase your influence and your impact. So thanks again for joining me today. Have an amazing week. If this podcast has added value to you, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with your family and friends. And make sure after the podcast, you go and subscribe, rate, and review. I would love for you to follow me on Instagram at Deanna Heron. Really easy. I would love to hear from you. I'm constantly getting messages from many of you on this podcast about what you would like to hear, different topics. And that helps me a lot because I am doing this podcast for you and not for me. So go to my Instagram at Deanna Heron. Send me a message. I respond to all of my messages personally, so I'd love to hear from you. I have a private Facebook group with amazing, empowering leaders, women who want to impact the world. Would love for you to be a part of that if that sounds like something that you would love to be a part of. You can go to my website, deannaheron.net, and request to be a part of Deanna's Diamonds, and I can add you to that group. I look forward to talking to you next Tuesday. Have an amazing week and God bless you.